This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. USDA is preparing for the release of June quarterly stocks and planted acreage reports next week on the 30th. The trade is building in a sizable hike in corn acres, along with the precipitation expanding into the gut shot of the corn belt over the weekend. On top of that market pessimism, the Supreme Court issued a pro-petroleum refinery ruling on renewable fuel standard small refinery exemptions. We expect the ruling will have more of a psychological impact on the market than a physical one. Most in the biofuel industry expect confidence in the current EPA. The market is mostly weather. Weather models shift back and forth along what is a dry wet line going southwest to northeast for how much of Iowa gets rain. As noted, the gut shot of the Corn Belt will be well watered, but a good 20 to 25 percent of the Corn Belt will remain dry. That is basis current forecasts. Nutrient Ag Solutions climate scientist Eric Snodgrass says he is finding it very difficult to predict the July weather patterns. He says the MGO single is weak. The models show no sign of shutting down the Gulf moisture transport. Atmospheric momentum is decreasing, but there aren't signs of blocking. The forecast models are hung up on persistence, and the spread is so large that the near-term pattern is dominating the long-term outlook. My iPad weather app follows the GFS outlook. We are right on the wet dry line here in northwest Iowa. The model changes from run to run, having difficulty deciding on what side of that line that we are on. Anything less than an inch at this point will not be substantive. Cooler weather has helped us the most short term. Various Chicago border trade traders have sold the wet forecast so many times that it should be mostly in the market. They've also ruled expectations for higher corn acreage around so many times that that should be mostly in the market as well. Quarterly stocks reports are notoriously unpredictable. The trade has been struggling to understand the demand situation. USDA has helped to confuse them. China appears to get it. They used the break to buy over a million metric tons of soybeans and reportedly looking at corn again too. We told you of the purchase of soybeans well before the USDA's daily reporting system confirmed it. In our view, USDA's current corn and soybean stocks projections are both still inflated, so less will be carried into next year. The 2021 corn and soybean crops may be one of the most critical to U.S. and global end users on record. No one has stopped using corn and soy because of prices of yet. Demand has not been rationed. A lot of livestock has fed, and in addition, ethanol and soybean crush plants consume corn and soybeans in our region. I think that it may be difficult to grow enough to sustain demand locally given crop prospects. There could be regional dislocations between supply and demand in the United States. How do we get what they grow in the east, west, to where demand needs it? There's nothing wrong here that 1.75 inches of rain each week and cooler temperatures into August won't fix. End users have their necks on the line. If I do not grow grain here this year, what would cattle and hogs eat and how will ethanol plants stay open? China has already jumped to the head of the line committing to new crop purchases. By the way, short crops make price highs at harvest. Drought in Brazil may have reduced their exportable corn supply by 500 million bushels. Where do global buyers go to replace that if it is not available here? 
Right now in Brazil, farmers oversold their new crop production, having to buy cash grain from others at inflated prices to cover delivery commitments. I still do own some old crop and have priced no new crop. The trade is sold and sold before cast of rain. At some point, even if it rains, the dog caught the car. The dog will get run over if it doesn't materialize. As to planted acreage, I believe that the more critical number will ultimately be what is harvested. I believe that harvested acreage could be less than the USDA projection based upon March planting intentions. Farmers in the northwest Corn Belt may harvest less than they planted this year. Bears speculate that the eastern half of the country could be setting up for such whopper yields it won't even matter if the western half of the Corn Belt has shriveled yields. Former Fed Chairman Alan Greenspan famously warned that the dot-com frenzy around 2000 was a market displaying irrational exuberance. That's how we would characterize what we're seeing now among Chicago border trade market bears. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.